上面。Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Aha! No music, no music, no music. <gasps> I'm sick. Yo, <laughs> ew. Only the voices. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. I'm divorcing her. Girl. Honestly. It's okay. Happy Tuesday, y'all. <laughs> you normally follow up with something after that. Well, today I'm being different. I'm different. Yep, I'm, I'm different. different. Yeah, I'm different. Yeah, showed up to the club and I still am missing. Showed up to the club and I still am missing. Boom, boom. Okay, stop, stop, stop. All right. Okay, so this is what I was gonna say to you before about the whole reality show. So before we started the episode, I was telling Brandy we need our own radio show, and then she said we need our own reality show. <laughs> Bro, I've been thinking about having a reality show from when I was a youth. So like, <laughs> every time, like I have a script in my head or a guideline of how it's gonna go. Like just lit lit, <laughs> it just needs to happen. Share with the people. No, <laughs> don't so share with like your idea. Don't grow. No, I'll share one idea. The one idea I have is called Pretty Girls Rock or something like that. I don't know. But the theme song would be Pretty Girls Rock from Carrie Hilson. But the concept would be like Bad Girls Club, but more on a, a less fighting level. But like, yes, more of a modern way of putting it. It wouldn't just be a bunch of girls in a house like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty Girls Rock. Okay. Okay. Dang, I was about to be like, well, what's the other ones? But you literally just said you're not going to share everything. Okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> yeah, in your dreams. I'll meet you there. You're sick. Okay, I have a joke for you guys. And oh, then boy. I'm pretty sure we'll get into the thing after this. So this person said, I'm not exactly sure how to answer this question. There's this question on this um survey that says, have you ever been in an accident that resulted in your death? <laughs> Bye. <Candace. laughs> you know if who the I person got it from? was dead, then they wouldn't be taking the survey. That's what I'm saying. Oh my goodness. Who, you know who I got it from? Who posted that? How? Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's our life group leader, and he's just a mess. He's a cornball. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was like, that's so genius. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm done. Who are you today? I'm in a lot of energy, and I think it's because it's hitting me that we're actually going to be going home, well, my home, this weekend. So Turn up time. Yeah. We I'm excited because I haven't been to Canada yet. Been everywhere but 
that's true. Your your behind has been everywhere. Anywho, welcome back to Love Languages. Um, I just want to update you guys if you've been to the website or not. I remember in the episode I said there needs to be a book on workplace, and there actually is Love Languages for the Workplace. So if you're having a hard time liking your coworkers, you might need to go buy the book. I'm sure Amazon has it. Yeah. But did you take the quiz? I did not. Okay. I should have because I was curious to know if like anything shifted, but I doubt it. But I'll do that for next week. I took the quiz. I believe it's words of affirmation acts of service quality time gifts and then like physical touch didn't even really get points at all (laughs) (laughs) I think we got one point we had been living together oh you always bring this I was waiting for it Yeah, we had been living together for like a year. I dropped this girl off at the airport. Oh, this is when we first became roommates. Yeah, 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 yeah. And (laughs) I dropped her off at the airport. It's like the crack of dawn, right? And I was like, oh, this is is the first time we're saying bye to each other. And that was our first hug. And it was the most awkward thing in the world (laughs) because she hates. Physical touch, I y'all. hate it. I hate it so much, but I think it's so funny, so I like to bother her with that. It, like, even with my friends that I'm close with that are huggers, I've learned to embrace it, but at the same time, I'm just like, this is not, it shouldn't be a thing. Like, don't hug me. I don't know. <laughs> Do you not hug Morgan when you see him? Actually, no. When, we, when I see him, I hit him. How old are we? <laughs> That's exactly how it is. And no, then, no, you should be able to be a child with your best friend or significant other, so I get it. Yeah, that's just how it is. With Like, he doesn't lean in for the hug. Like, he'll slap me, too. Like, not in a back. Like, he'll slap me on my bum. But, like, I'll slap him on his arm, and then that's how we say hi to each other. It's just weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's my best friend, so we can do that. Of course. Anyways, quality time. Oh boy, this one bit me in the butt a lot. Really, this did not it hit did. me at all. Like words of affirmation did. Um, which is probably why I should reassess by taking the quiz because this was my second. Um, why the last time I took it. I mean, and I feel like it still is, but I wasn't like, oh my God, this is like a revelation like right. last week for Words of Affirmation, but um, it was still good. So what did you learn? Okay, the reason why it bit me in the butt is because um, my boyfriend's love language is definitely quality time. And physical touch, but I think we'll just stick to quality time for now. Um, and so, um, sometimes I just get annoyed of him talking. He's more of the talker in the relationship. But after reading this chapter, I realized that 
it's not that he talks too much. It's just the fact that <laughs> I sound like I'm being rude. I'm really not. It's just that he wants my undivided attention. And that's exactly what this chapter was saying. And it's like, oh my gosh, like you keep on having this issue. Why do you keep on bringing it up? But there was a scenario in this chapter too where this couple divorced because uh, I guess their communication wasn't the best. And so um, Chapman was like, um, I don't think you got the point. I think what it is is your wife didn't want you to give her advice. She just wanted your sympathy and to be on her side. And that's you granting your undivided attention. And quality mm-hmm. time doesn't mean sit next to somebody. It means I'm giving my one-on-one or my 100 yes. to you. Yes. I Yeah, he brought that up in my, not the same scenario, but <clears throat> he brought up the fact that quality time isn't about, like, Netflix and chill with your friends or your boyfriend or girlfriend. Absolutely it's not. about what you do and the interaction while you're with the person that brings about a sense of togetherness. Right. He mentioned piggybacking on that like um, when you're spending time with someone, let's say you're rolling a ball with your little son. You're on the floor rolling the ball, but your father, the father or the mother, whoever is rolling the ball, um, is on the phone while doing it. Now your attention is diluted. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's real because if you look in today's generation, um, centennials now, they're just on their phone in the park. I remember <laughs> I was in um, Nashville and my cousin came to visit, and um, I saw parents on their cell phones. And they're just looking at their phone and pushing the swing like it was nothing. And I was like, girl, this would be a perfect time for me to go snatch someone's child. Mm-hmm. Just perfect. And whose fault would it be? Theirs. Crazy. Mm. Anywho. <laughs> uh. Did you notice anything about communication or conversation in yours? Oh, definitely. Um, one of the first things I highlighted, I guess it's the second, but, um, was when quality time is used as a means of expressing genuine love, it is a powerful emotional communicator. And I was like, hmm, okay. Oh, of course. I never really thought about it, like, being an emotional communicator. I was just like, okay, well, quality time, I want you to do this with me, yeah. or I want us to just be on FaceTime while we're doing other things or something, or something, whatever. But I never really thought about how it speaks to someone emotionally, or it can speak to someone emotionally. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about this love language is that there's many dialects to it, mm-hmm. and before, I used to think quality time was just hanging out. Literally. But when he put a list, I was just like, wait, this is activities, though. And it's like, no, it's literally you spending your attention on them without anybody distracting you. That is quality time. I was like, gold. Uh, I just, I'm laughing because I was looking at something while you were talking. Ha. 
Wait, what? So you weren't spending quality time with me just now? Good night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he he says that quality time does not mean we must spend all of our moments gazing into each other's eyes. It may mean doing something together that we both enjoy or one party enjoys, but the other wants to express their love, whether it be their love language or not. And I was like... Hmm. Okay. Repeat that. Quality time does not mean we must spend all of our moments gazing into each other's eyes. It means doing something ah, together yes. that we both enjoy or at least one party enjoys. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to be open here. I've always been open with my life. So, there's this one guy that I used to mess with and we would be on our phones and he'd put his leg on my leg and I'd be like, why are you doing that? And he's like, we're just connected. And I was just like, okay, that's weird. I would have been like, get off of me. Right. But then he's like, that's, it's just like quality time. Like, you know, when you're hanging out with your, your multitasking quality time, pretty much that's what he was saying. So like you could be connected with someone when you're touching them. So like, yes, you just put you in the physical sense. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but it was just his way of saying, oh, yeah, like, that's my way of connecting. Like, I do that with my bros, too. I'm like, you put your legs on them? Like, no, like, I sit next to them just so that they don't think that I'm ignoring them. But, like, he would put a leg up on a girl. That's what he said if he likes them and he wants to hang out with them and show quality time. I'm just like, okay, I guess that's chemistry in a sense, but whatever. I don't know. Have y'all ever Your seen face. that meme or that gif <laughs> of somebody that's looking confused and then like all the math equations pop up? Oh my gosh, That's what yes. I'm looking like right now. I just wanted to describe that to y'all because I'm very confused. Yeah. Uh, okay, sir. Hey, to each their own. Well, but, hey, that's how he wants to express. That's cool. I mean, he's no longer facing me, so... <laughs> It doesn't matter. Uh, so, my eyes fell on another highlight. Go for it. And he's, um, this is when he starts talking about dialects of quality time. And this is quality conversation. Go for it. And. <laughs> I said that like 10 times. <laughs> he says, many single adults and the married ones alike have not developed the communication skills that are necessary for quality conversation. And that was probably the most meaningful to me because as much as I am introverted, if you can hold a conversation with me and it's quality conversation or an intellectual conversation or something that I, I like and I can talk about for hours, then that's probably how I feel most connected in terms of quality time. True. True. So, um, I just realized that I have a lot of apologizing to do to, (laughs) to Morgan because it's just like, literally that's what you just said is like, that's all he wants to do. I don't know. Okay. So I'm putting this out there again. 
I don't know about how many of you have been in a long distance relationship and all you got is conversation. And the thing is, I've been a fool to think that quality time is like literally being right next to each other. Thank you. Yeah. But here I am. It's just undivided attention and yeah. you can definitely yeah. do that in a long distance relationship. Not mm-hmm. going to say it's for everybody, but it can happen. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just laughing like a memory popped into my head cuz like You thought you got to share. Tech I'm going to Technically, like, I've been away from my parents since I was, like, 14. So, mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> sometimes, like, when we're on the, in a car ride, mm-hmm. like, with all four of us, um, I just talk, like, word vomit. But I just want to feel connected. <laughs> <laughs> so, them, and they just listen. They're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just don't shut up. And <laughs> my sister or my mom is always the one to say, y'all know she don't talk to us all the time so let her talk while she wants to because we're not going to get it again for another three years that is just... funny oh man that just anyways that is funny <laughs> that is very much so funny hmm, what else well there was a part that said um learning to listen may be a difficult Maybe as difficult as learning a foreign language, but mm. learn we must if we want to communicate love. Hmm. Yes. Okay. I honestly wish that there was a guy on this episode right here because I know that quality time means different things for each gender. That's very true. That's very true. And I'm not about to sit here and be like, well, I know what guys want. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely don't. That's true. Hmm. And, oh, go ahead. Do you have... No, I was just agreeing. So, I also liked how um, he brought up feelings. I don't know if you brought up feelings in your book. Yes. But I have highlighted here, he... um, well, this is just a piggyback off of the story of the divorce, but it says he's mm-hmm. voicing his thoughts. Um, perhaps okay. So the situation was the wife said, "How do you feel about um what happened yesterday?" I'm just making up stuff as we go, but this mm-hmm. is pretty much what she said. How do you feel about what happened yesterday? So then he goes on to say, "I thought that this that should have happened, and blah 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 should have happened." So, did he answer the question? Absolutely not. Okay. So, the thing is, like, there's also feeling in quality time, but continue. No, I was just going to say, he was listening to respond and not listening to understand. There you go. The first time I heard someone say that, I was shook. I was like, you know, we do do that, like, in society. Especially, like, when we're having, like, online debates on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. People don't care enough to listen to someone's or read for that matter someone's opinion but or questions whatever is going on in that discussion or argument or whatever but they listen or read (laughs) 
just so that they can respond and have a rebuttal for whatever was being said. Right. But you miss the point a lot of the time when you do that. You need to listen to with intent to um, respond. Just kidding, not respond. No, you said it right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, wait. She's not kidding, everyone. (laughs) But no, you're right. Because even with the art of conversation, when Mm -hmm. you're spending quality time with someone, you listen for how they're feeling. He has a checklist here. Same. I need to print this off for some of y'all. But continue. (laughs) I was gonna, uh, I was waiting for us to get here. I was hoping he did the same in your edition of Mm -hmm. the book. Um... You can read the checklist. Go for it. Because in mine, he talked about this couple that saw him for premarital counseling. Uh, They ended up not getting together because they just couldn't figure out how to work it out. But the guy's name was Jerome, and he entitled this section, Jerome Learns to Listen, because he was just always missing the point in everything that they discussed um, in counseling. And I really like this part because it's literally the epitome of a therapist's job. Um, And so the first one says, maintain eye contact when you are listening to someone. Two, don't engage in other activities while you are listening to another individual. Three, listen for feelings. I well, that one was that just spoke to me on a different level. Um, four <laughs> observe body language. Five don't interrupt. Six ask reflective questions. Um, so, um, for example, what I hear you saying is, or is that correct, or are you saying da da da, and express understanding. Just one more, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, and ask if there is anything you might do that would be helpful. So, I'm I'm on that wave. Like, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I need to ask God to help me, though, because um, being in the mental health scene, when you're in a session with somebody, you. so how do you feel? So, what I'm hearing is... And what are your thoughts on, like, those are things that are always said. But when I'm outside the session, it's Mm -hmm. like, I hope I'm not using my therapy techniques on anybody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) It is so hard. (laughs) And the thing is, like, I'm just having a conversation. And then someone's like, you just asked me, so how do you feel? But it's like a legitimate question. Yeah. 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 I want to know. And the thing is, what pisses me off is when someone says, you're using your therapy on me. But the thing is, it's like, maybe you're the one that felt judged because you knew that you were in the wrong. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> I've always heard, if you have to ask, you already know the answer. So, if you're still asking me, should I be dating this boy because he's cheated on me 14 times? And hmm. if you're still asking after the 14th time, what else What else am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, you already know the answer. So if you don't want a therapeutic 
response if that's how you choose to see it. Right. But if you, I mean, you already know if you're asking, like, are these clothes too tight? Uh, do do they feel tight? Like, <laughs> can you breathe? Can you walk? So then, if someone says, <laughs> "How does my hair look?" <laughs> honest <laughs> no but what if they're like okay so last but the point is if you have to question it there's already some kind of inkling that in your oh, mindset yeah that, uh, this is iffy Maybe actual should, factual yeah. yeah that's true actual hmm. <laughs> oh sorry I was just like who is that outside uh, yeah okay um any I, of those um checkpoints that stood out to you the most? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> no, for real, yeah. No, and the reason why it hit me is because it was talking about learning to have conversation. Yeah. yeah. And the number one thing I always do with um homeboy is I always say like, why do you keep bringing that up? Yesterday, you brought up, like, dog, like, why do you always have problems at work? But it's, like, literally, he's told me this, too. I'm not talking about it because I want your advice, bro. Even though I do like your advice, it's just, I just want someone to hear me. I just need to vent. Oh, my goodness. Today, I watched this um, episode of Fresh Off the Boat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they were talking about that. Um, the mom on there, her name is Jessica, and she's just out of this world, type A personality, her way or the highway. And she doesn't really care about what other people think or what they have to say about a certain situation. But her neighbor, who has become her best friend over the past couple of years, <clears throat> um, was just talking about some marital issues because she's a stepmom. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and parenting advice, or well, not necessarily advice, um, but Jessica went out of her way to try and fix the problem for Honey, and it just blew up in all of their faces. But Honey was like, "I didn't ask you to do any of this. Right. I just wanted to vent. Like, I just wanted someone to listen. I just wanted to talk through right. the problem. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean I needed your help or I needed." Uh, you would advise me or go fix it, but um, you're absolutely she was like, right. I just needed to vent, and I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. Sometimes people literally just need to vent. Literally, I would have to say that checklist was like a teachable moment for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to swallow my own pill that I pass out to people. <laughs> be teachable. I always tell people that, and I'm yeah. just like, mm-hmm. no, you be teachable today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, there was a part where it said, just before it got to the whole, um, how are you feeling about the situation, and then we talk about what we thought and said, um, before it said that, it said that the child has to learn how to express their feelings, um, because oftentimes we tell our kids, I'm not a a parent, by the way, but oftentimes I hear parents say, Stop being angry or put your feelings aside or use your words or 
dry up your tears or whatever. But it's like if you tell a child that, oh, stop being angry. You're dismissing. You're dismissing the feeling. And on top of that, that mm-hmm. child is going to hoard on to that feeling and bottle up until later. Mm-hmm. And so you have to let your kids know, like, you know, it's it's fair that you're angry. Do you want to share with me why you're angry and yeah. how can we switch the situation around? It's called emotion coaching. I read a book on it for school last semester. It was a fantastic book. I'm going to have to read that book. For it's me. called Raising an Emotionally Intelligent Child by um, John Gottman. Hmm. He's like a super well-known marriage and family therapist slash researcher. That's lit. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, it was eye-opening. I was like, what? Because, you know, in psychology, even Psych 101, you hear about... Um, mm-hmm authoritative authoritarian and permissive yeah the types of parenting yeah um but he added one or coined the term emotional coaching parent and i was just like "Mm, shaking that's real yeah yeah and this is a part of quality time because what you're doing as a parent is you're Spending time with them, number one. Giving the child the attention. Right. And you're listening with its intent. Mm-hmm. And so you have to let your friends, your family, your kids, the strangers on the street know <laughs> it's okay to be angry, but what's up? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Don't just leave it at that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's part of the reason why uh, number three that says listen for feelings stood out to me so much um because as a therapist when people are talking in my mind my mind is always going 100 miles per minute and i'm trying to figure out okay what's the next next best thing for me to say or to ask when they're done with their spiel or whatever um so i'm racking my brain i was like so what did i hear or uh, what was their tone when they said this? And um, did their body language change when they mentioned someone's name or a situation that bothered them in some kind of way? So all of this was like, for me professionally, but it's something that I do need to work on as a friend, a sister, a child, a cousin, a person. Just, just hmm. Yeah. Hmm quality conversation it's true you know there's a real art to i hate when people say conversing oh my word (laughs) they think they're so no 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 converse conversing is the word is conversating oh conversating conversing is the word yeah you're right conversating or conversate you know beyonce did that and um (laughs) she did it's in um she probably got crucified what song is that Always give small talk on Scratch the Chase. Get me bodied. Oh, yes. I was like, Michelle, what? I see the dance in my head. I'm like, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, that I cringe every time that verse comes on. <laughs> I think someone who wrote that song for her just did it to rhyme. Yeah, I've, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. There is a real art to conversing. Um, and so I think 
what people do nowadays is because it's the I'm woke genre of life. They era. Era, yes. They think that their opinion has to be heard. We're in the Me Too movement. Yeah. BLM. Um, what else is there? Mute R. Kelly. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, a lot of people think that their opinion needs to be heard. And it's like, no one asked. Not just that, but people think that their opinion is fact. <laughs> oh, no, wait, sorry. It is fact, but it's alternative facts. <gasps> dead. Dead, dead, dead. It's a fallacy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, what else about this chapter? Um, I liked the homework in the end because it was giving ideas as to what one can do. But before mm-hmm. we get to that, mm-hmm. um, actually, no, we can move on. We've been on that for too long, the whole feeling thing. But it gave ideas like, um, Take a walk together mm-hmm. through an old neighborhood where you once grew up. Go to the city park and rent bikes. Ask your spouse or a friend in your case if you're not dating or blah, blah, blah whatever you are, for mm-hmm. a list of five activities they would enjoy doing with you. Mm-hmm. And then you pick from each other's list. Ask your significant other where they most enjoy sitting when talking with you. Think of an activity your spouse enjoys, but which brings a little pleasure to you. <sighs> That's real. Plan mm-hmm. a weekend getaway for just the two of you. And make time every day to share with each other um, some of the events of the day. Have a let's review our history evening. Um, camp out in the living room. And you know what the funniest thing is? Camp out in the living room, even though it might be a child's thing. We camping out this weekend? No, girl. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm dead. We're not even gonna be here. But yeah, I know. It's like I know that sounds childish to go on quote unquote field trips, but this is literally what you have to do. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm gonna um wait. Did you have something to say? Mm-mm. I know I'm gonna kind of trail off for a bit. But I don't know if you guys know Michael Todd. He's a pastor for Transformation Church. And he has a series on YouTube, Relationship Goals. And I'm re-listening to the series. I listened to the series like a couple years ago. And I was like, I feel like I haven't watched this series. But I realized I was like, I have watched this series. But he talked about intentional dating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, literally, that's what the love language of quality time is. Hmm. It's been a minute since I listened to that sermon. No, but, it's yeah. a series. Well, intention, but when the one you just read. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. I might go listen to that. Mm. So what about intentional dating? So what about it? Mm-hmm. You have to... So what couples do nowadays, and even friendships too, is that they get lazy. And so... Mm-hmm. You have to literally plan out, hey, we are going to go out 
this weekend. Mm-hmm. We're going to spend a weekend away, three hours away or so. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to take you out on a date this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know, don't repeat the cycle because you're evolving every day. And we have, and the, the thing we have to understand is that you always have to learn something new about your spouse. Like, there's always something. Most definitely. Hmm. I like that. Uh-huh. Excuse me. So, the question part. Go for it. So, <laughs> I hate you. I don't know why I've been saying go for it a lot, but go for it. <laughs> Oh man. To what degree was the love language of quality spoken by your parents to each other and to you? Mm. So to what degree what? Was quality time spoken amongst your parents or sorry between your parents and to you like by your parents? Oh man. Or family members in general. So my parents are horrible at quality time. <laughs> and I'm just going to put it out there. But um, <laughs> the thing is, when it's their anniversary, they know how to spend quality time. But um, I would say the closest thing to quality time was Sabbath lunch and worship time. Mm-hmm. Family worship. Hmm. That's the thing that I remember being older. But when we were younger, oh man, like we went on road trips upon road trips. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Hmm. I I would agree with that. We did a lot of road tripping, especially when we moved from Tennessee to Mississippi for the first time. Um we would go home a lot and we would spend lots of time in the car my dad would travel to speak mm-hmm. and we would come along or we had several churches within one district so we had like a 30 minute plus drive to di- different churches at times or whatever yeah a lot of the quality time was spent in the car or at worship yeah cause that was the times where we convened as and the thing is you had no choice but to (laughs) right but the thing is you have to be careful about that because then your kid will feel like you're forced to do it and then the quality time the yearning for it will no longer be there because as I got Mm -hmm. older I was like I really just hate being around you guys because we are forced to as Mm -hmm. opposed to it being genuine Mm -hmm. but I will say I do appreciate my mom a lot because she has literally learned the art of quality time and I used to always be so upset at my mom why do you keep calling why do you keep texting me and she's like (laughs) you better be thankful that you have a mom that knows how to text and knows how to annoy you because I do that annoyance thing on purpose because I want you guys to know that I love you Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wow. Like, I didn't think about it from that angle. Mm. So. Yeah. I I feel like as an adult now, it's like the opposite for me. Because, like, I guess the forced, you know, time as children 
Mm-hmm. As a child, of course, I resented it because I wanted to be doing something else mm-hmm. or um, worship wasn't as meaningful to me as a child as it is now as an adult. Um, so I was just always with an attitude or something. But now, like, my entire family has evolved. Like, my dad is funny. <laughs> Instead of just this stern, stoic, solemn individual it's because you're older and now he can't but he was not funny growing up my cousins will tell you that they go to our house for thanksgiving or vice versa uncle fred was not like this as a uh, when we were growing up no i'm saying it's because you're older now meaning that he no longer has a responsibility over you like for example my dad that's true he's still the same person but he's just more expressive in his creative side I guess for lack of a better word but my mom is still the same person um but everyone has become independent or but see that goes to show that everybody has room for improvement no matter how old you are oh certainly but the reason why I was saying that because you're older is because like for in my situation my dad has always been a strict person but mm-hmm. now that I'm older he's just kind of like well you're gonna make your own decision whatever and yeah. it's like that's it <laughs> <laughs> but it's like well you're older now like I can't like you pay your own bills mm-hmm. I have literally no penny hovering over you so I was like okay that's true yeah yeah no that makes sense so um but I guess, like, in your dad's case, he might have evolved because he, he saw that he needed room for improvement. Maybe. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the second question says, are you energized when you spend quality time with others or does it tend to deplete you emotionally? So that's, like, are you an introvert or are you extrovert type question? Basically. Clearly, I did not read that the entire... In its entirety? Yeah. But even as an introvert, I'm energized when I spend quality time with quality people that I actually care for the relationship to enhance. Hmm. For me personally, I am an extrovert. But I definitely get overloaded. Like, okay, this is too much. I need a break. Or... Just, you know, hit me up in an hour. That's me. But um, I'm definitely an extrovert. I don't know if that makes sense. But if I'm around new people, it can be a little much. I, I think you've seen that side of me. Like when I came to visit in January. to I So I went to Brandy's family's place and they were having a family event. And... It was just a lot for me because it Girl, was, it was so a lot many... for me. And the... I've known those people my entire oh, life. Oh, really? <laughs> Girl. So but I think people. what it was was the personalities were so loud. It was just like, whoa. Like, you know when you have too much sugar and it hits you? That's exactly what it was. But it was like, not that I didn't have a good time. It was just like... This is a lot. Like, your energy has to be on 10 this whole weekend. Like, how do you do it? And for me, I said... I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I retreat 
to my room or a quiet area and then I come back. Well, but yeah, that's my, that's my opinion on that <laughs> question. Was there another question or no? No, the rest of them were kind of boring. Okay. Anywho, everyone, it was a blast talking to you about love languages. I know this one wasn't as like eccentric as the first one. Yeah. But quality time really bit me in the butt because it really helped me to understand my significant other. So, you know, it's a good thing that we're going through this book because it's not only just me here talking to you I'm ministering to myself Mm. so Mm -hmm. the next one will be what acts of service acts of service okay yeah Um, but there is a question that I'm going to turn into a challenge for you guys and let us know how it went over the next week so in your circle of friends, family, co-workers, I would challenge you to see who is asking for more quality time. Not say, hey, spend quality time with me, but but be more observant of their behaviors and how they express love to you ah. and try to reciprocate. I see what you did there, girl. <laughs> Yeah, but let us know how that goes. You can hit us up on our Facebook page, The Commonplace Podcast, or you can email us at commonplacepodx at gmail.com. Or, if you know us personally, you can text us. Hit us up, y'all. Okay. And, um, (laughs) I don't know where that came. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But yeah, so friends, we are. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this is why I said you need your own radio show. <laughs> yeah, y'all, she's pulling out her laptop. I cannot stop. Spend time with your loved ones, y'all. Life is short. Give people the oh roses. <laughs> DJs. Okay, we're oh out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Bye.